Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Steve Horrigan is a legendary field hockey umpire for the Olympics, the World Cup, and NCAA. He told a story about one of the most memorable games from his decades in the sport. But first, if you're not familiar with field hockey, it's ice hockey, but without ice. It's mixed with a a little soccer, but using sticks instead of feet. You add in a dash of lacrosse, but no throwing stuff. You have to just whack it along with a a hockey stick, okay? So that's field hockey. In other words, it's hockey, but on grass, or soccer, but with sticks. I think you get it. It was the final day of a six-nation tournament leading up to the 1996 Summer Olympics. These players were about to represent their country in front of the world. So emotions were running high in both teams, India and Pakistan. Steve is the lead umpire, the keeper and enforcer of the rules. Steve said when they play hockey, there can be lots of conflicts and it can be very difficult to manage. Or they can play beautiful hockey and it is a sight to behold. Steve knew his mission in this game was to manage the conflict so fans across the world could witness the elegance of a beautiful game of field hockey. Steve blew his whistle. The game was underway. About 30 seconds into the match, one of the Pakistani guys went to hit the ball, and when he followed through, he hit one of the Indian guys. It actually developed a cut underneath the shin guards, and that's how hard he got hit. Steve recognized that it was a little bit over-aggressive, so he gave a green card warning the Pakistani player. About 30 seconds later, one of the Indian players ran over one of the Pakistani players, kind of pushed him down. Steve gave a green card to the Indian player as well. Steve saw a melee brewing, so he called for the two captains to come to the center of the field. He said, gentlemen, we haven't started this game very well. You know that you're responsible for your teams. Both captains replied, yes, sir, we understand. Steve said, we cannot have this go on any further. It's my understanding that 50 million people back home woke up at four o'clock in the morning to watch you boys play hockey. They don't want the game messed up and neither do we. Do you understand? They said, yes, sir, we understand. And Steve said, now, would you like a minute to go talk to your teams and please understand that we're going to hold you responsible for your teams for the rest of the match. They went back, they had a little huddle with their teams and Steve reported they played 69 minutes of absolutely brilliant hockey. The game ended in a 2-2 draw. Both teams came up to Steve when the match was over. They were so appreciative of the way he handled the match. It was a sight to see when you can take something that you're really afraid is going to explode and bring it down to a comfort level. The players could trust us, said Steve, and we trusted them. And 69 minutes of hockey was just brilliant. I am constantly working with my amazing, capable, A-team members, most of whom are women, to be more courageous in speaking up. Fight, debate more vigorously for their point of view. Push harder and longer to evolve better ideas and hold each other to account. That is why Steve's story stuck out to me. You want to invite people to play hard, to compete for their ideas, to debate vigorously, to advocate vigorously, but fairly. Later in the discussion with Steve, the point was made, quote, I believe disagreement is the wellspring of great ideas and great companies, but only if you harness that conflict constructively. And quote, it's your job as the leader to invite good conflict, good criticism. On our A-team, we call it constructive candor and aggressive accountability. 
To draw out constructive candor, don't ask people what they think about your idea. Ask them what's wrong with your idea. I hope you wrote that down. It's an excellent adjustment to your questioning. Invite people to poke holes in your ideas because you want to find those holes before you bring your idea out into the world. By constructively harnessing disagreements on your team, you improve ideas and fuel great focused work. What you want is a meritocracy of good ideas. You want the best idea to win, no matter where it comes from. There are three kinds of people. Those who hate conflict, those who seek it, and those who are just really rigid. But whatever your leanings, neuroscience shows that self-knowledge and trust are your two best tools for harnessing constructive conflict. Trust is the number one currency to having healthy conflict. But don't confuse the right to complain, give advice, and openly debate with the right to make decisions. Everyone gets a voice, but ultimately the person in charge needs to decide. And everybody, whether they like it or not, needs to unite around that decision, win or lose. There is a framework for how to prepare for and engage in tough but crucial conversations, and it's taught in the Hero's Journey curriculum. So Darren Daily Friends, share what you will do to invite healthy debate and foster productive conflict to evolve better ideas and drive better results in your family, in your church, in your community, or in your office. Hey, Darren Daily On Demand listeners, producer Mariana here. I wanted to pop on here quickly to share an exclusive link to join the Hero's Journey program mentioned in this episode. This is your chance to acquire or hone the one skill that will impact your growth, goals, and ability to make a difference in the world, leadership. So if you're ready to become a more powerful, confident, and positive change maker, there is no time to waste. This journey is for you, and it's only available at heroesjourney.com forward slash exclusive. Got that? Heroesjourney.com forward slash exclusive. Enrollment is currently not open to the public, so this is an exclusive offer for you, our most loyal and high-achieving listeners.